What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Why do I look so short in my box? Uh, that's That sounds like a personal problem. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence. <laughs> What's up? Uh, it's, been a, it's been a light week, a light week, which, you know, not not upset about it, not mad about it. Um, we're going to start the show uh, where we, you know, like to do a little segment uh, that I call Sell Micah on a Video Game. To play, <laughs> and uh, that's because I've been playing the new, uh, the new you know cult simulator, uh, Cult of the Lamb, uh, which came out last week on many platforms. I've been playing it on the Nintendo Switch, uh, and I'm about twelve. I'm twelve hours in. Um, I am before about you, bef- yeah, before yeah. you finish. Yeah, yeah, point, yeah. point of privilege. Before you finish, <laughs> I thought. I thought that I'm looking at the docket and uh-huh. I thought that a new Animal Crossing <laughs> expansion called Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> like, wow, no. Animal Crossing has gotten way different from what I what I remember. No, this is this is a separate video game. And I put in the docket that Cult of the Lamb is the Animal Crossing game uh, that we've always deserved, because in many ways uh, it is. Um, so like I said, I played 12 hours. I am about a little more than halfway through the main objective of the game. Um, so the premise is you play as this lamb uh, who was killed, sacrificed by these four, like they're almost like eldritch gods of a sort. And when you get that, de- when you're killed, you're actually in the afterlife uh, or I, it's really more like the world between worlds um, saved by this chained, uh, fallen God called the one who waits. And he's like, look, I'll, I'll save your life and resurrect you uh, for, for the small bargain. If you just have to start a cult in my name and you're like, that sounds great. Like let's, let's fucking go. I, I don't want to die. So yeah, I'll totally do this cult. And so he brings you back um, and you literally start a cult um, by recruiting other uh, very cute looking uh, woodland followers um, and the, the balance of the game is, is that management sim. So it's kind of like an animal crossing style management simulator, uh, combined with a dungeon delving, uh, action game that I would put somewhere like a cross between the binding of Isaac and, uh, moonlighter kind of in how the combat is, um, in the game. So basically you go to different area of this, of these woods, um, to, you know, kill enemies and to, you know, gather resources and to find items that can help you. Um, it's very Binding of Isaac in that, like, your starting weapon that you get is kind of randomized and the upgrades that you get are randomized as you go through these these paths. Um, and then you come back to your cult uh, and you do the things uh, that cult leaders do. You give sermons uh, to your cult to build up their faith. Uh, you you construct an effigy of yourself uh, that they can pray at to get devotion, and devotion helps you get upgrades for the cult that lets you build uh, new things. Uh, you can send them to work um, in in a you know in your farm, in your fields, or in like your lumber yards or your stone mills or things of that nature. And you have to and you can give them gifts. Uh, you can even unlock upgrades that let you. Uh, marry the cultists uh, if you want to, and you can have more than one. You can have a polygamous cult if, if you so desire, uh, if you get that particular upgrade. Uh, there's also a bunch of like rituals that you um, that you can unlock as you progress through the game as well. So like one ritual is uh, you, you, you can literally sacrifice a member of your cult uh, to the Eldritch Gods, which improves the faith of your cult because they're like, this is great. Uh, they have the mega church ritual where you're just like, give me all your money because you love me so much. And that, lo- and that lowers their faith, but you get a shitload of gold coins uh, for doing it. Uh, you can even, uh, you know, th- there's all sorts of rituals. Like you can feed your cult uh, magic mushrooms that basically stones them out of their mind and locks their faith in place for two in-game days so that you can do all sorts of like negative faith rituals with no penalty. Um, you have to do, you know, some chores. You have to cook for your cult. Um, you have to clean up their poop after they're done eating the shit on the ground, and you have to clean that up. But you can use that as fertilizer for your farms so that you can grow, you know, new plants and berries and pumpkins and things of that nature as well. Uh, or you can build outhouses so they can just shit in there, and then you can just, you know, collect the shit from the outhouse and and deposit it into your fertilizer farm. 
Is this like Stardew Valley? It is. It is like Stardew Valley. If Stardew Valley was if built a on a cult around cute animal characters. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. Like you can send your cults on missions. Like you can build a missionary um, when they die. Um, you have the option to either bury them. Uh, you can do what I do right now, which is uh, I have a composter uh, built for my dead cultists that turns them into fertilizer so that I can use them to God to give back to the earth. Uh, or you can consume uh, you can consume their meat and uh, and and feed your cult with their remains. Cannibals? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. That's- and so and so the balance of the game is you're going is is again the balance between managing your cult and then going out and you know doing what you have to do to kill these these elder gods that you're that you're set after. And the tricky part is there because when you go away on these missions. Um, you know, to go hunt and to, and to fight these guys, you're usually away from your cult for like a day and a half. So like, then you have to manage, you know, what happens when you get back? Like, are they starving? Are they mad at you because you were gone for too long and now the faith is low. And now one of your cultists is literally like running around the rest of the cult telling everyone how shitty you are. And so you have to reeducate them and, or you can do what I do and you can build a couple stockades in front of your church and then you can throw them in the stockades and that way they can't go anywhere and, and spread the bad word. And you can reeducate them as they're sitting in the stockades so that they can become a normal, productive member of your cult once again. So, so we're so learning a lot you. about you, Brad. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Psychopath. So, what so what you're saying is what you're saying is you can pretty much just do you can make any type of of horrific art as long as it has like cute animals in yes it. <laughs> like, because, like if this was, if, if these were like did. lambs and they were yeah. actual like people like the sims right yes if this yeah. was the sims but cult edition like people would be flipping out they would but be because it's like oh it's it's uh it's it's lamb chops, lamb chops. <laughs> 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 that it's all good up. to learn how to how to make a cult <laughs> and i'm yeah. looking at scores everyone loves it. it's really fun and micah you especially because like i said i even though i know you're not a big management sim guy yourself i really think that you would lean into the uh the cult leader aspects of the entire I mean, thing you know i i once j- jokingly said that i i really i really need people to to, to like me um, <laughs> a lot so uh, I actually might check it out, man. It's, it sounds it's, fun. It's pretty fun. <laughs> it doesn't overstay its welcome. Apparently, like most people are beating the game in between like 18 and 20 hours. So because like the management sim side nor the combat side is deep enough to be like an endless game. So like it can't it, like it's not deep enough to be an Animal Crossing. It's not deep enough to be like a like a Hades where you can like replay the combat stuff endlessly. But it does a good job of sticking around enough um, you know, to make it really entertaining for those 20 hours, uh, as far as the combat side goes, like, so basically each run you get a melee weapon and you get a, they, they call them curses, uh, but it's really just like a ranged spell that you can use. And that's random every time. So like, there's like five or six different weapons, um, that you can get like daggers, swords, axes, hammers, that kind of thing. And the spells really vary. Um, but they, all kind of fall into the same sort of stuff that you would expect to find in games like this in terms of how they behave. Um, but the weapons can also have extra properties. So you can unlock poison weapons. You can unlock uh, vampiric weapons that heal you when you kill enemies. You know, you can unlock th- different types of weapons that like you can unlock weapons that raise your, they call it frenzy, which is your, which is your magic essentially in the game. So you can, you know, unlock weapons that give you extra frenzy when you kill enemies and things like that. The, the enemy variety is pretty good. Um, there's a lot of different enemies in the different regions, even though the regions aren't, really all that different from one another um or at least they don't appear that different from one another um like i said it's it's been really fun i've been really enjoying it um it's it's just been it's been very entertaining and again they let you be a really uh shitty cult leader if you want to be and uh they give you choices so like every time you up like you get enough devotion from your cult you can basically give them a uh like like a decree in your cult essentially, which is like a, like you're basically like issuing a commandment to your cult and they come in different categorical themes. And usually the game gives you like a choice, like you, your cult can either do this and you can get a bonus from this, or, you know, you can get a bonus from this. And, and usually the choices tend to be like one, 
obviously like decent choice and then like one like evil choice. But also it's very funny. So so <laughs> stuff like that. Well, I I think you might have sold me. Yeah. I, I I relish <laughs> any opportunity to be evil uh in a video game. I I think you would enjoy it. And and it's funny because like you like you can name your cultists like whenever you indoctrinate a new person to the cult. And that's the other thing. Like as you go around in the wooded areas, you'll come across um, people that are held by other cults and you, quote unquote, rescue them uh, to your cult, <laughs> which is really just like you're indoctrinating <laughs> new followers into your cult and you can name them. Right. So like you can give them a name and change their appearance and stuff like that. And so. I, like you put, uh, when you change their appearance, can you put big cues on their head? You cannot do that, unfortunately. That that is not oh. an option that I've seen so far in the game, at least. Um, I learned very quickly, though, not to even really worry about naming them because, again, even my cultists are really just grist from my mill. Like like they're just there to serve as a means yeah. to an end to yeah. to act as yeah. you know work, worker bees in my farm, and then when they outlive their usefulness. Um, I will throw them into my compost heap so that they can, you know, <laughs> can continue to serve me <laughs> in the afterlife. And Micah, there's even an option. I didn't pick this option personally, but if you want to, uh, you can even unlock a ritual, a ritual that lets you resurrect uh, your dead followers if you want to. So, like, if, if someone dies, like, you can bring them back uh, from the afterlife uh, to serve nah, you again. Nah, nah. I want you about, like, I, I, I am in agreement with you. Once you outlive your usefulness, like, you just got to go get another one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't be, uh, you, you can't be, you, you can't get overly familiar with yeah. these people. Well, the, you know the, uh, I mean? the option, the, the option that I picked once, uh, given the choice to do, um, uh, the resurrection part is I instead unlock the ability to have funerals for my fallen <laughs> cultists. And then when, when, when you have a funeral, like their gravesite, um, generates more devotion, generates more currency, uh, that you can use to then, uh, you know, get more upgrades and stuff like that. It's very fun. This is, I mean, this is kind of, I mean, look, this is adorable. I mean, it's, it's disturbing, but it looks adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's the most important thing, right? Like, yeah, this is hilarious. This is hilarious. See this, that's the, I, I guess this is the way that we're going to have to like have games like this. Um, mm. you know, if this was, what was that? What was that god awful game where it's just like you're you're a, a white dude in a trench coat with stringy black hair, and the whole point of the game is just for you to murder people? Like that game is is horrific, right? Hatred. That game is oh hatred. I thought you were talking about prototype for a second. Uh, well, same difference. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's and, so, and you said, "What's that game where you're that white dude going around murdering everybody?" I was like, "Which one?" Like, that's a pretty, it's a pretty yeah, broad, uh, <laughs> broad subject. But like, if hate, if 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 you take hatred and just change the dude into like into like a, a, a pot belly pig or some shit, yeah, uh, then apparently it's all good. It is. Like I said, I I just wish they would live longer because like my cultists only live to like they're forty, like and that that's that's not very long in this game. So they they die super quickly. It's unfortunate. Bombs. Unless, unless they unless they get ascended by me, in which case they will they will find themselves on a greater plane. <laughs> which is also that's hilarious. A possibility. So, I might pick that up. I I, I, I think I do think you would enjoy it. I think I think you'd like it. Again, it's a good it's a good twenty hour game. Doesn't overstay its welcome, um, and it's just, it's just a good time. Just a good time. It's gonna it's probably gonna end up in my top five. I would imagine this year. Wait, is that true? Wow. Am I am I talking am I talking out of my ass? Top ten. Let's say top ten for Call of the World. What is August? So half a year. Yeah, so yeah. We, what's we, left? We, well, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not like super stoked for anything that's left. I don't think this year. <clears throat> what is coming out? I don't know. Because everything keeps getting delayed. God of War, Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll enjoy that. Brad, Brad couldn't be bothered uh, to, <laughs> to, to finish this to finish this touching father son adventure. Um, I'll uh, I'll tell you what I did do. I did go back. And watch like the last 30 minutes of God of War 2018 on YouTube. <laughs> Just so oh, I so wasn't kinda, completely lost. 
Yeah, well, so so you're not lost for when you don't play God of War That's Ragnarok. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that I mean, God of War Ragnarok will be free on PlayStation Plus one day. I have to assume. Uh yeah, yeah. and then, and then, like, and then I, I still never beat it. Oh, God of God of War was free at some point. Yeah, it definitely was. was. Yeah, and like I said, when it's free on PlayStation Plus, I can I can install it and I can boot it up and I can play the first three hours and then put it down and not come back to it. <laughs> Um, look, I would love for you to play it, but like I, the, the only thing that bothers me about that game is, is not the game's fault. It's, uh, it's the people who think that like Kratos, they're taking like fatherly advice from Kratos in this game. (laughs) (laughs) No, yo, (laughs) no, this is not, this ain't it, yo, this ain't it. Kratos is not someone to aspire to be particularly, uh, in the father figure. Kratos even know that he's, that he's not someone to aspire to be. Right. Like, like, <laughs> like, I feel like if you, if you play that game and are like, Hey, Kratos, this is Kratos is, is dad goals. Um, you, you ain't paying attention, yo. Like, <laughs> 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 oh shit. Um, let's see. What are we, uh, what are we doing here? Let's talk about we're pe- Discord. We're peddling wares. That's what we're peddling. Yes. Let's talk about Discord. Let's go to, let's, let's have all you fine folks go to densepixels.com slash fans to get invited to our Discord there. Uh, you can talk about any number of things. Uh, the English Premier League is back. Um, I don't know if F1 has a season. I'm sure it does, right? Like they're not just racing all around all the time. Um, we actually talk about video games in in, uh, in in that Discord. Uh if you have a stream that you wanna that you wanna pimp, uh we got a channel for that where you can you can post uh you know what you're what you're playing and and all that cool stuff. Uh some of us are wrestling fans. Um you uh you can go and talk about uh all the all the wrestling and, and the fact that WWE is now like entertaining again. <laughs> um all that stuff can be uh, can be done at densepixels.com slash fans. Go to youtube.com slash densepixels and subscribe um, and hit that uh, like button and hit the bell and all that stuff that other YouTubers tell you to do because uh, it really helps us out. And while you're subscribing, subscribe to TMP Studios podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including The Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, uh, coming distractions in the weekly preview episode of Look Forward Political Podcast. Look, Terrence and I and Jay, we just and, and TR, we just did a an episode of Black on Black Cinema yesterday, uh, which is like no bullshit, like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> really, really, really which means it has to be one of the best episodes of Black on Black Cinema. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was pretty good, but the movie was so bad, I didn't know if we were going to be able to pull it out because I was so annoyed. But um, <laughs> it was pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> like I, really? I enjoy bad movies, but this one was like bad, not fun. Hey, yeah. It was offensive. Yeah, and it kind of was offensive too. Offensive. Yeah. <laughs> We're professionals, but but, uh, <laughs> but but we had a good time doing it, and you will have a good time listening to it. You will also. Um, Listen, have a good time listening to Look Forward. And uh, if you want to have the best time listening to Look Forward, you go to densepixels.com slash premium for $5 a month or $50 for the full year. You get access to all of the premium content, including back episodes of The Airing of Grievances, No Time to Believe, The Men with the Goat and Tongues, Upstage Conversation, and the full two-hour and 15, 14-minute episode. God, did of- you record that one? Yeah, yeah you did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't start till like nine forty-five either. So like we were going. Yeah, that's we that's that's ham. that's par for the course with Jay. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I'll be on at nine forty-five. <laughs> right. He did. He did. In fairness, he did tell me nine thirty this week. So it was only. It was only. Oh, so he was minutes. still late. So he yeah. was still late. <laughs> yes. Got it. He was still late and didn't have to drive a goddamn place. Got it. Um. That's fine. That's fine. Look, this episode, this episode, I was listening to it right before uh, uh, we hopped on. It's very good. It's as as uh, all of them are. Um, I'll just, just give you. I'll, I'll just I'll just read the headlines from the this week in stupid category. Uh, 
Dr. Oz really has no idea what a normal person in Pennsylvania is like. Um, but then again, do do any of us? Right? <laughs> here's here here's like I said, we we've all we all got to learn this week what crudite is, which none of us. Yeah, I, I saw that video a couple of days ago. I posted it on in, in the Discord, and I didn't know what the fuck it was either. Yeah, and I'm like, after I found out, I'm like, you can buy one for like ten bucks. Yeah, a whole place. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> Put a whole bunch of pizza pizza meal together. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fucking dickhead. But anyway. Uh, MTG, the Miller Genuine Draft of Congresswomen, um, doesn't know what, like, how solar panels work, Mm -mm. uh, which is funny. Or windmills. uh, (laughs) Or windmills. uh, Well, I'd imagine she doesn't know how anything works. Um, And Andrew Yang sucks. So that yeah, it was too. very. It was a very good episode, man. It was yeah. a very good episode. Um, uh, so yeah, nutspistols slash premium. I noticed that Micah skipped right by uh, the Premier League talk, even though uh, the Dense Pixels Derby had a little bit of everything this weekend. Uh, I didn't. I, I I didn't get a chance to see it. That's I didn't a shame get a chance to see because it, it was quite a fucking. Because like Chelsea dominated most of the match, honestly, and. Tottenham's first goal came like there was a foul call that got missed by the referee about 40 seconds before Tottenham's first goal. So like when when they scored, the two managers like got in each other's faces around like the referee. And then Tottenham later in the match uh, in stoppage time, like literally in the 96th minute, scored an equalizer um, on a, on a corner kick after a previous corner kick. One our one of our uh, center backs literally pulled down uh, one of Chelsea's players by their hair. And it did, and it was not, and and it was even, it was even reviewed, and the referee did not call a foul on it, which would have oh, essentially yeah. ended the game for Chelsea. And so a- after the match, when the two managers um, were passing each other, uh, the Spurs manager Antonio Conte was walking by Thomas Tuchel, who's the manager of Chelsea, and he shook his hand, but like didn't stop to to like he just didn't stop. He kept walking by him and shook his hand without looking at him. And Tuchel like held on to the handshake and like pulled him back over like and like turned him around. And then they started to get each other's face again. It was amazing. Fucking hilarious. I cannot wait to see uh the return fixture between these two later in the season. It's gonna be I might have I'm I might see if I can I don't know if Peacock archives those. I might see if I can watch it again. I was getting updates on uh they on not they do archive them, but they also have like a highlights um video that you can watch that's probably like ten minutes long that'll show you the key all, all the right. key moments of the match, and that'll probably be the one to to check all out. Right. Because like the first half of the game, like Chelsea just crushed and but they couldn't they only scored one goal. So like that that was the story of the first half is that Chelsea dominated the game, but they can only get one goal. And then Tottenham was able to stay in the game in the second half. So um to get to more serious news, uh look, even even the greatest companies that we that we hold in high regard uh, are not immune from the the all the all the bad shit that's happening in the game industry right now. Uh it's been reported uh, that Nintendo of America game testers uh, say that they faced years of sexual harassment uh, working at Nintendo of America. Um, now, it is worth noting that uh, some of the folks that, um, or I think everyone involved with this story, honestly, uh, were all contracted by Nintendo. So they didn't work for Nintendo uh, proper. Um, but there's some really gross. A friend of ours. <laughs> say again. We were contracted by a company that we know. Oh, really? That we're aware of. Okay. Very interesting. Mm. Very interesting. Did you read the article? No, I'm reading now. Okay, you'll see. Uh, Air, well, Air, Aerotech is the company that 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 that, that she works for. So. <laughs> I used the in between jobs. I. I uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. used Aerotech services. Oh, okay, um, and, <laughs> I had a video and, everything. And and I when I when they hooked me up with a job, they were like, "Hey, we'll pay you five hundred dollars to do a promotional video about how about how Aerotech has helped you." Right? I was like, "All right, five hundred dollars, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let us sign." Right? Now I didn't take it seriously. Right? Like I didn't have a haircut or anything, <laughs> and, um, and uh, so my hair was like 
unnaturally long. Uh-huh. But like when my hair is long, it doesn't grow quickly. Like I have, I don't have like one of those. Those I can't grow like one of those big beautiful afros, right? Like my my um, my hair when it gets long looks like one of the looks like one of the stormtroopers from Spaceballs. <laughs> and it just <laughs> so it just it's just kind of packed in, but it's just real small. Anyway, um they were like, come to this, come to this, um, come to this place. Uh you're you're in engineering, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm an engineering, but the job you got me for was like sales engineer. So I'm essentially a salesman. And like, oh no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Here. Uh, so you like look at like plans and stuff, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I look at plans, right? All right, so well, here, take this and then just kind of pretend you're looking at it, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm and I'm looking at it, and you know what it was, Brad? You know what it was? <laughs> was it a blank piece of paper? No, quite the opposite. It was actually the Baltimore Orioles baseball schedule, <laughs> and it has a poster. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and then, and when you see the video, you can you can kind of tell, you can see like the, the 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 months of the year through the uh, through the paper. So yeah, it was. <laughs> is it is this is this video visible anywhere on the internet? I just unfortunately. Found it. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, I just looked it up. Well, Ter- Terrence, you at least have to share that in our personal chat. Um, <laughs> if you choose to share it in the Discord, that is your own prerogative, and I will not, pour, uh, I will hey, not encourage you to do it one way or the it, other. So <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I, I, I did not care for that job that Aerotech got me, but Aerotech <laughs> did do what they said they were going to do. They found me a job. Um, so yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, sorry. About I mean, that. look from like, from, from, from lemons from lemons will come lemonade occasionally in these situations. Um, to bring to bring the mood all the way back down, though. Um, right. The the stories that are relayed in in this uh, in this report, um, there was like a private uh, Microsoft Teams chat that several employees had like a group chat going. Um, and there was a male translator uh, that was added to the group. And soon he was posting like screenshots from Re- from Reddit about like, here's why Vaporeon is the best Pokemon that you can have sex with. And what the fuck is yeah. And, and like like when they were talking about Genshin Impact, he would post like gifts of child characters in the game saying that it's OK to be sexually attracted uh, to these child characters um now, now hold, okay i played Genshin impact when it first came out on yeah. the playstation 4 for like a week and the character that he's talking about is paimon and it's the paimon is a character that basically is it teaches you how to play the game yes it's a child yeah with a child's voice that made me want to put fucking toothpicks in my ears to blow my eardrums out so for them to want to have sex with that they're pedophiles yeah quite simply and should be and should be thrown in jail and Pretty this cool. uh, this person who made these reports uh, said that she took like screen caps of these conversations and and rolled them up to her her staffing firm and they did uh, nothing. Um, and this this guy this translator was an actual Nintendo uh, employee. Um, one of the one of the quotes that she said that uh, her department um, really felt like a frat house sometimes. So kind of a similar sort of complaints that we've heard from other industries before. Um, Nintendo has not commented publicly on this yet. Apparently Doug Bowser did circulate a internal memo um, to Nintendo of America saying that they were made aware of this, of the situation that they're looking into it themselves and investigating. Um, So we'll see what, if anything comes from that. Um, But like I said, I think it's still a good story to, you know, to kind of have out there to just make people understand, like even the companies that you like a lot, this is still, this is going, this is a industry wide endemic problem uh, that the industry is trying to sort itself out with. And I just don't know how we're going to get there. If, uh, if the companies that are in charge of facilitating this aren't reacting and aren't moving when stuff like this comes to light. It's the, it's the it's the higher ups. 
Like, I don't know how old these people are now. How they're they're probably usually older white men. Um, <clears throat> and honestly, as far as men goes, it doesn't even fucking matter what race it is. To be perfectly honest, it's just no. older men. They're just I don't get it. They're, they're we're getting better, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. As as uh, as far as the generations go, I, I honestly don't know. If you're ever going to solve this issue, depending upon like depending on how men are raised to, to feel like they're better than women or or the, the jokes that they make. And even us, I mean, me personally, I still make off color jokes like amongst ourselves, but not like not no wild, yeah. crazy shit. Like I want to fuck a child kind of wild shit like that. But like, it's just it's. Unfortunately, it's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> like it, it's fucked up, but they can't keep. They can't seem to keep it professional at work. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna say the shit, because they are right. Keep it out of work. You know, that's my only thing at this point. Like right. at this point, like don't you can you can have whatever like you can have whatever like sexual deviancy, except for pedophilia and bestiality. Yeah, like, no, you can't do that shit. Even in private, yo, you can't do that shit. That's fucked up. And you need to go to, you, you, you need to go to jail like forever. Right. Um, but like, you know, if you want to fuck Vaporeon or whatever, like you want to look at Vaporeon porn, look at Vaporeon porn at home, yo, and yeah, don't and tell other people like you should be ashamed of that. You should really be ashamed of that. Yeah, like, like, that, look, that, look, don't yeah, kink so. shame. Don't kink shame. No, I'm a kink shame. I'm a kink shame. Don't fuck a Vaporeon, guys. Um, also, by the way, uh, uh, screenshots about why Vaporeon was the best Pokemon to have sex with is this is so fucking Nintendo. Like, I don't even <laughs> like it. Just it. It just is. It just is right. Like, because like Nintendo fans can't even be like regular creeps they got to be nintendo creeps <laughs> just uh, uh all right yo. yeah and, and again like porn. i to to your point like i can't understand like i, I like there, there's certainly a part of me that is very guarded at work that i would be very careful you know not not to let bleed into work and and, and maybe you know part of, part of that reason is because i've you know had supervisory roles for a long time so i really really can't you know do that kind of stuff but at the same time like why would you want to like like work has to be the fucking even keel place man like these are people that you have to have you know daily relationships with um so why would you why would you try to interject nonsense and yeah, like you don't realize that people don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. No one wants to hear about the Pokemon you want to fuck. Like that's weird. Yeah. What kind of people don't do want to not have? That's fucking bizarre. People don't want to be at work anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let alone hear then, about the fucking cartoon characters you want to have sex with. You fucking weirdo. Like no man. <laughs> Speaking of, they have uh, no self awareness. Bizarre. I don't get it. (laughs) Fucking gross. Speaking of companies that encourage you to be the worst person possible, um, Cards Against Humanity um, is back in the news this week, and yet again, for I feel like the second time, uh, I'm I'm forced to give them plaudits and kudos uh, for something that they did recently. Um, So what they did is they put out an announcement on their website and in reaction to the Dobbs case being overturned in the U S Supreme court, which has that now led to abortion being either heavily restricted or outright banned uh, in 22 States around the country. Um, they said, quote, your state sucks on top of the website. And they said, today, we're releasing some new packs for Cards Against Humanity. But while the packs were being printed, the Supreme Court overturned Roe vs. Wade in your state, immediately turned itself into a dystopian forced birth hellscape. So if you live in the following states, all of the profits from your purchases with Cards Against Humanity will go to supporting the National Network of Abortion Funds. And they go to list all of the states uh, where abortion has been heavily restricted uh, or outright banned in uh, in the United States of America. Um this is pretty. This is a pretty cool reaction. Um, a pretty cool thing 
for Cards Against Humanity uh, to do. Um, I still very much dislike this game that creates a permission structure for you to be a really shitty person and hide behind the guise of, oh, it's only a game, everybody, but I'm going to say these terrible things and make shitty illusions. Um, But hey, if people are still going to buy it, I'm glad that at least a lot of the money uh, that's being put towards it right now is going towards a worthy cause. God damn it. <laughs> I, like this is this is great, right? This is this yeah. is great. This is one this is like a this is a win. Uh and and this is a this is an L for me because Cards Against Humanity sucks, man. <laughs> like the game is so fucking whack. Um and I don't know if it's just whack because like it, the the entire premise is whack or if it's whack because the only time I played it is with a bunch of uh, 40 something black Christians. Like this is <laughs> like, this is not the game to play with, with my wife's friends. Um, they didn't know what Bukaki was and I had to explain, <laughs> and I had to explain it and I had to explain it. But then while I was saying it, I was, I was reading the room and I'm like, I can't explain it too well. Right. <laughs> I, you've told I, you've told I, this story yeah, before. Story. It's it, it's still it's 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 never not funny. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you know what it's you could just, have done is just tell them to Google it and just have them cluster pearls as they did something. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not fucking explaining this to you, you fucking prudes. But uh, yes, I've but never played. Yeah. It seems no. it's not a game, yo. It's not, it's not a game. Like it's like, not a game. Have, do you score points? Technically, you do score Te- by 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 having your card chosen by by the person reading the clue, essentially. And there's no like firm structure in the game; like it's like play to whatever score you want to, and yeah, you know, basically basically you play it until people want to stop playing. But it's yeah, it, it's, it's about the break. quote unquote yeah, it's about the quote unquote the experience of playing cards against humanity. Like that's that's the whole point of the of the game. I'm trying to figure out how I would explain what Bukake is to a room full of prudish Christians. Like, I'd be like, like it's pretty simple. Like, you know how, like, but I would try to relate it to their terms. Like, you know how, like Adam seed was spread to all of the Christians <laughs> in the world. Well, imagine Adam seed being spread, but just all over your face. Like that's. <laughs> essentially what it is. So imagine if Adam cloned himself. <laughs> Several times. That's right. Many, many atoms spreading their seed all over your face. And just relieve themselves of their seed upon her face. Well, you know how, like, when we were kids and, and your parents used to say that, like, when it rains, that means it's God crying? Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, imagine if the rain was warm snow and then God <laughs> wasn't crying. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was crying through his dick. <laughs> That's what it is. So, like, oh, God's Jesus. Tears would be a really good episode title, but I'm really struggling to come up with what an appropriate <laughs> image would be for such a thing. That's the tricky part. Also exciting is I'm trying to see how Micah is going to spin this topic uh, into our next ad read. Uh, go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases. When you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon, um, you can shop at Amazon like you normally do uh, at no additional cost to you. And we get a cut of the proceeds. So it's like a finder's fee. So let's just type in uh, Amazon. Let's go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and type in Bukake <laughs> and see what we have here. You can, I don't know if I want to say this one. Um <laughs> Oh, you shit. can uh, you can get a you can go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and get yourself a notebook, uh, a a notebook called Daddy's Little Cum Slut Princess Cum Slut Bukake <laughs> Gift Six Inch by Nine Inch Notebook. 
for $6.49. Now, that's a little low. Um, I, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't necessarily get something that low, but like, if you want to, that's fine. Uh, you can get a, you, everyone loves novelty shirts. Everyone loves novelty shirts. You can go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and get yourself a, a, a shirt that says Bukake. It's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. That's pretty, you know, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I do admit. Uh, uh, which uh, is really funny if you had listened to the preview episode for uh, the latest episode <laughs> <laughs> for Black Ops. <laughs> right, I can't, I can't look at this because oh, now, because now I just realized that like I clicked on one of these things oh, and no. now it's gonna show, now it's gonna show up yeah. in my pickup where you left off. Now it's now it's in the algorithm, <laughs> and, and, and and I share an account with my wife. Of course, so. <laughs> This you'll you'll have you'll have you'll have to make her listen to this episode just so she understands the con- <laughs> the context that this was performed. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh! God damn it! Fantastic! <laughs> it's for the art. <laughs> it's for the art. <laughs> oh my god! This is insane. Oh my god! Speaking of it's getting blasted in the face, EA. <laughs> Apparently, guys, we had it all oh. wrong all along uh when it comes to loot boxes uh we actually love loot boxes according to electronic arts um so this this is coming off of the back of so in england um they brought it before parliament to determine if if things like you know fifa ultimate team packs and other loot boxes were considered gambling in you know in the eyes of the law over there and England basically punted on it. They basically said, you know, it's got all the, you know, it, it, you know, all the earmarks of gambling and, you know, it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, uh, but we're not going to consider it gambling. Therefore, it's not going to be regulated um, by the same laws that, you know, gambling stuff would be in our country. And so EA um, took it upon themselves to, you know, walk with their chest out about how awesome they are and uh, talk about how really loot boxes are a beloved part of the FIFA game franchise. Quote, we wholeheartedly believe that Ultimate Team and Foot Packs, which have been part of the game for more than a decade, are part of FIFA that players love. Fans love that the game reflects the real-world excitement and strategy of building and managing a squad. Giving players the choice to spend, if they want to, is fair. <laughs> so... See, what you don't understand is, yes, it walks like a duck. Yes, it quacks like a duck. It's actually a mallard. <laughs> There's the difference. Yo, this is this is ridiculous, yo. Like, like I hate I hate corporate speak, yo. I hate corporate speak, and corporate spin. Like, I don't. I like it when it's really good, but it's never really good. You know what I mean? Like. Well, no, no, no. They actually, you know, like getting shot in the face. Like what? No, this is this sucks, man. Yeah, it's and and again, it's it's just because governments are not willing to make the hard decisions on this stuff. I think Belgium and fuck at least one other country might be Germany, might be Holland. I can't remember which, but two countries did crack down on it, and I don't believe that. Loot boxes can be a part of the game in those countries, at least in the in the same way that they're constituted, um, the way the rest of us have to deal with them, essentially. And but it but it is some it, it's one thing to kind of skate by with uh with you know with this legal ruling. It's another thing to have the chutzpah to fucking come out and be like, no, actually, people yeah, fucking yeah. love this shit, and that's why the government ruled in our favor. No, nah, that's that's gross, the choice man. to spend if they want to is fair. So when you when you purchase a pack, mm-hmm. how does that? It's just got a bunch of players in it. Yes, that have better stats. Maybe so. So that's the thing is it's one, Yeah. So the, the one thing the one thing they have done um, since more scrutiny has been heaped upon them is they do at least tell you the odds of what you're going to get <laughs> in the pack. So like wow. so like if you go into FIFA. <laughs> And but but no but that that just goes to illustrate like how 
shitty the practice actually is. Cause like, so like let's, let's take a premium gold pack, for example, in FIFA ultimate team, which has 24 cards in it. And only 12 of those usually are going to be players. The rest of it are going to be other consumable items that your squad needs, like contracts and injury recovery things and stuff like that. Tom, wait, no, no. Yeah. Do you get that without packs? No, you have to get them in packs. <laughs> How is this a sports game? Because you can earn the packs. So you, you can earn the packs in game, like by playing as well. Like there, there's obviously much like any game that has loot boxes. There's two currencies. There's the in-game currency, which you obviously earn at a much slower rate. <laughs> and then there's the, the real money currency that you can buy with your real money bucks. And so. When you open a premium gold pack, like I said, only 12 of the 12 of the cards in the pack are going to be players. And they tell you, like, the ratings of the players that you're going to get. So, like, you're guaranteed to get players that are over 75 rated because that's the minimum rating uh, for a gold player in FIFA Ultimate Team. And then it's like you've got a, you know, you've got like a 30 percent chance to get a player rated 80 to 82. And then it's like, and you have like a 1% chance to get an 85 plus rated player. And you're really buying the pack to get the 85 plus rated player. Like that's really what you're right. gunning for um, when you buy these packs. And then not only, you know, do you have a 1% chance of getting an 85 plus rated player, you don't even know who that player is going to be because there's, you know, 100 to 150 85 plus rated players in the game. And so it might not be the very one that you need. Now, if you get one that you don't need and, you know, it, it's a good player that's fetching a decent amount of money, like they have an auction house that you can sell the card on to get the in-game currency so that you can try to find that other player in the auction house as well. That's that's how I get most of my top rated players. I usually buy them from other players um, with the in-game currency that you can earn because buying packs is a fucking sucker's game because it's a slot machine pool. It's a, it's a it's a gotcha right. essentially. Like it's it's just a gotcha game at the end of the day. So it's it, wow. it it's it's it sucks, but it's so insidious because like they they're they're preying on people like like people who like who people who love football like love it. Like love mm-hmm. it, love it. And we don't care about it in this country as as much, uh, but like the rest of the world adores it. Yeah, and and it just it's it's brilliant. Like it's so brilliant. Like um, I can't be mad at it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like yo, it's just so it just oh, it feels icky, man. It feels icky to be taking advantage of people like this, and well, then and- for them to just be like, well, technically, like yo, don't. Don't technic, don't well technically, you know, like, come on. <laughs> well, and again, like they have stats for days that, you know, because they'll come out here and be like, well, you know, like 99% of the packs were bought with in-game currency and not with paid currency and stuff like that. But again, it's not, they're not trying to get, you know, they're not trying to get the guy that's going to spend, you know, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there. Like, the, like they're trying to, they're, they're whale hunting. Like they're trying to get the guy that's right. going to spend, you know, a hundred to $150 a week. On yeah, you 50, get the YouTuber on that's just buying packs. Right. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is like those, those YouTubers, like the actual popular right. ones, they get the game, you know, a week early. FIFA, like EA gifts them, you know, fucking 50,000 FIFA points, which is the paid currency or whatever, so that they can do pack opening videos because they know that those videos act as free marketing and you know when they see their favorite youtuber opening 100 packs and then they see you know he gets that that one card that's like whoa like it's it's like the team of the week you know ronaldo that i that i've been looking for and that kind of thing that's like super high rated like they know that the other people who are much more susceptible to that kind of stuff especially yeah, that's geared towards kids kids especially teenagers are going yeah. to then be like, ooh, like if I spend, you know, 20 bucks or 50  bucks or whatever, like I can also get the Ronaldo. Like I can I can open that as well. So That's fucking fat. it is very <laughs> shitty. It is incredibly <laughs> shitty. The fact that they put the odds in front of in front of you, again, it's it's nice that that's transparent so that you can see like how badly your chances are of getting fucked are, are gonna be. Um but it just it just goes to underscore like how shitty the situation is with that kind of stuff. And, and again, they they won. They gave you the odds of what you were going to get, and, and it, you bought the. And and it's interesting too because FIFA <laughs> is unlike Genshin Impact and other games that are and other gacha games in this way because you have that auction house that's in the game. 
And so they make sure that there is like for the top, top cards to make sure that they retain their value in trading back and forth between players in the game and the auction house. They maintain their scarcity. They make sure that there's only so many copies of those cards that are out in circulation because that way that they can keep their value high because the way that prices go down in the FIFA auction house, much like real life, is if there's an abundance of supply, then then prices will go down because demand lowers. And so like all the special edition cards and and again, they like FIFA does, you know, team of the week players every week where they, you know, give a a player's card a bump in stats uh, based on a, a good game they had in real life the week before and they do like team of the season cards and they do like future, you know, future stars cards. And they put out all these special editions of the player cards that have bumped up stats that are even more desirable, that have even less odds of finding their way into your hands. But again, (laughs) when you're watching those YouTubers, when you're watching those streamers, you know, open 50, a hundred, 200 packs in a session and streaming it. And of course they're going to get it because when you're opening that many packs, like the odds are going to fall in your favor eventually. And I'm sure that there's, you know, triggers in the game as well that say, oh, you know, if you open certain number of packs, then they, then they give you, you know, something good, um, you know, at, at some point because they, they want to, they want to keep you coming back to the slot machine essentially. <laughs> um, you know, that that's, that's, it just, it just fuels it. It just fuels it. And, and again, there's, there's a reason it's a billion and a half dollar a year industry. FIFA one game by itself. Is 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 bringing in that kind of revenue? The house always wins. It's true. It's true. Like they can give you whatever the fuck they want, but like at, in the end, the house always wins. It's true. It's literally gambling. And, and again, the, 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 the great the greatest trick it. that they the greatest trick they get to play is the fact that we're still gonna fucking play it because we fucking love soccer and it's FIFA's really fun. So <laughs> it's it's how they get you. How they get you? Not to, not 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 to sound too old man, but uh, that is how they get you. Uh, the way that you can get us is by going to densepixels.com slash fans uh, and putting questions into the post office. It's a light post office week this week. We didn't really solicit questions, um, but that's okay because we still got a couple. Um, actually, we got two. Uh, so we'll start with Daniel, who says, "What is your favorite?" Dinosaur. Um, Dilophosaurus. Interesting. You know which one that is? Is it only because of no. the scene in Jurassic Park? Yeah, it's the jazz hands. It's the jazz hands dinosaur. <laughs> it's the jazz hands. <laughs> I love, I love, yeah. Like that thing scared the shit out of uh, Newman. It did. <laughs> it, oh, the one yeah. with the fucking eels? Yeah, that, yeah. That could spit like tar at you and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Cuz um, it's different. I don't know if I had a favorite dinosaur. I also don't. So so like I was not a dinosaur kid. Dinosaur guy. Yeah. I was not a dinosaur kid. Like like I was I I I was uh I felt alone amongst my peers in the fact that I was never big in the dinosaurs when I was a kid. And I'm I even read E-Rex. I don't yeah. care. I just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, and I and I even read like I even read Jurassic Park. I think for the first time when I was in fourth grade, I think I want to say shortly, shortly after the movie came out. So you read Jurassic. Yeah, Park? absolutely. Huh. Did you read, uh, did you read, did the, read was Park? there a, was there a, a novel for the sequel? Yes, there was um, the novel for the sequel, much better than the movie for the sequel. Cause they were very, they're uh-huh. very different. <laughs> oh man. They didn't have, they didn't have Ian Malcolm have a black daughter for no reason. Doing uh, I don't, gymnastics I don't, I don't recall. I, I don't recall him. <laughs> Was he? It's been a while since I read Lost World. Was he even the central character in the book? I don't remember honestly. It's been a long time. Like I, I haven't read those books since I was a kid. So he he probably wasn't because you could tell like the first movie was probably adapted from something that like took its time to like be created and like thought about, and then literally five <laughs> other movies are just like schlock. Are just like like written by a by a by a by a child, like it's nah nah. I uh, if you've not read Jurassic Park and you enjoyed the movie, I would recommend the book. Um, the book is the book is pretty good. So it's it's a bit better than the movie. It's a bit better than the movie. 
So, and plus the fun part is that since you've seen the movie, you can like when the characters speak in the book, like you can, you just hear their voices. I do that. I do that all the time. Like I give, uh, I give like when I'm reading something, I give them certain like, like, um, like this person is like being described. I have one book called like the electric church. And this one character kind of was, he, he, in my head, he sounded like Jason Statham for some strange reason. <laughs> now I'm just reading that in Jason Statham's voice because, because, because I can't like, that's, that's the only way I can read. Uh, if I may be so bold, since we're, since we're on the subject of books, I just finished the uh, Gentleman Bastards trilogy um, by St- Scott Lynch. Um, the first book being the lies of the, sorry, is it the, yeah, the lies of Locke Lamora. Um, is the first book a uh, really good trilogy highly recommend um here here's the premise i'll give to you uh imagine oceans 11 uh in victorian england uh yeah you lost me oh, I I lost it. 11, you lost me at, at victorian well so uh, j- so to be clear to be clear it's not actually england like it, it, it's a it's a fa- it's a fantasy realm but it just i got victorian vibes from it Nope. If you just said if you just said almost anything other than like Victorian era, I don't like Victorian era stuff, and I don't like I don't like post nuclear stuff. You're not a steampunk uh, guy, huh? Ah, uh, no, I'm not a steampunk guy. I it makes no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like you want to be like you want future shit, but mm-hmm. like you you're scared to pull the trigger. Like nah, yo, nah. That's why I couldn't get with those um. What were those games where you had uh, like blub? Yeah, I couldn't get with that man. I couldn't yeah. get with it like like that. That like if 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 they're afraid of the plague, like nah, yo, Well, boo on you, Micah. Boo on you, because uh, for well, for those of you out there that can jive with like a Victorian theme, um, highly recommend if you've never read them uh, to give them check them out check them out so the second book is like the second book's like that but it's it's a pirate book and then the third book um is a political book weirdly enough so but all all with them doing crazy like you know intricate plots so uh the other question that we got is brendan asking what is the inverse of mansplaining now carrie Um, had a great answer (laughs) in, in the thread where she said the inverse of mansplaining is shutting up now I, I would say not not the mansplain to carry, but that's the that's more the opposite of mansplaining. Yeah, that's the opposite, the inverse, <laughs> the inverse. Just let me, Carrie, let me tell you the difference between opposite. And <laughs> inverse would be like uh, wobsfucation or something like that, right? Like like woman and obfuscate, right? Like. Uh, like the, the a woman making something more complicated would be the inverse of man explaining. You see, you'll uh, get it. Jo- Johnny Johnny said clucking is 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 the, is the answer to that, which seems wildly <laughs> offensive. I gotta say. Uh, oh shit! Would it, wouldn't wouldn't like he, he, wouldn't like Karening Karening be like the the inverse of mansplaining essentially? Well, see, but it's got to be a portmanteau, That's right? True. Like it's got to be a, a portmanteau of woman and the opposite of explain, like confusion. <laughs> but like, if you say if you say woman confusion, you're saying it twice. For am I right, guys? <laughs> That's a joke for all of you first time listeners. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I like my job. I don't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have to go back to Aerotech. With <laughs> well, I, I can show you a video that might change your mind. So, <laughs> oh shit! I don't know. <laughs> God damn! Oh my gosh! Oh shit! Two good questions. I I, yeah. I appreciate the good questions in there this week. So again, <laughs> go to uh, densepixels.com slash fans uh, to drop your questions into the post office. We answer them every week on the show. Um, you can also subscribe to the show as well as all the other TNP studio shows wherever you download fine podcasts. Uh, if you're more of the video type 
and I am, so I understand. Uh, if you go to youtube.com slash densepixels, you can subscribe to us there. And as Micah said, ring the bell icon and hit the like button and all that all that jazz that uh, that they say um, on the YouTubes. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitch as well, uh, twitch.tv slash densepixels. You can also follow our individual accounts. Uh, I am densepixels, Brad. Terrence is apparition410. And Carrie is sub. It's Carrie. And that is the show for this week. Um, yeah, Cult of the Lamb's good. Go, uh, go start your crazy animal cult and uh, and enjoy. <laughs> I, I I eagerly await Micah's uh, report back on this. Excellent, fantastic. Well, thank you guys very much for watching, and listening, and we'll see you all the next time. See you. Thank you.